Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi folks, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome to another episode of Melting Pot, a series of conversations with very diverse and extremely passionate people from across the globe. My guest today is someone that I'm really, really excited to talk about, not only because of the amazing work that she's been doing, but also because she's Spanish, (laughs) you know, and I am absolutely passionate about anyone and anything that's Spanish because of my six years or five years of living in Barcelona. So I feel really, really connected with people from Spain. So my guest is Anna Menchen and Anna is here in Singapore, which is where I am talking to her. So thank you so much for being a part of Melting Pot, Anna. Thank you. Hola. (laughs) Hola. Thank Uh, you for having me. Absolutely. I'm really, really looking forward to this conversation. So tell me and my listeners about you, Anna. You are originally from Madrid, but You've been living in different parts of the world or let's let's hear your story. Yeah, I, it's hard to tell now, but like I love traveling and I always found that, you know, like by traveling one week, it's kind of like not enough. And then I started like traveling for like six months and traveling for like one year. So I lived in quite like a couple of cities I would say like which ones in which part of uh, the world I started uh, first time I started going to London okay classic Spanish person trying to like discover the world right to like London London you know (laughs) just like on the other side Um, and yeah I spent there a year and realized that I love different cultures and like you know getting to know um, other places through people and languages and, and experiences. So, I mean, long story short, I've, I've been one year in London, then always coming back to Madrid 
to like you know recharge energy. So were you working in London or were you studying there? Um, kind of a mix actually okay. because I was studying in Spain and then I would go to and, and working in London in a restaurant yes like while studying and then because I really wanted to go to Central St. Martins which is a really good school in London so I also got the opportunity to study there and so I was doing everything and then coming back to Spain to do some exams so yeah it was a really beautiful and interesting experience and you know allowed me to understand a bit more of how the world works from a different perspective so um, yeah then I came came back and then I lived in Amsterdam Toronto and Singapore um, so those are like the five cities with Madrid that with I've that you lived, lived in. in yeah and how long have you been in Singapore now uh, it's Three, almost four years now. Almost four yeah. years. Okay. That's the longest. <laughs> really? That you've lived in any one place yes. other than Madrid? Yeah, oh, correct. Okay. Nice, nice. Yeah. You know, somehow I connect with people, you know, who've lived in different parts of the world and who say that this is the longest that they've lived in any one place um, because I have a similar experience so yeah. I can completely understand so um, Anna tell me your background in terms of what it is that you do you're a creative person I am well that's actually my um, title like job title okay um, sometimes I find like saying that I'm creative it's kind of like weird you, know, like, <laughs> you think you are more than others but uh, everyone is creative <laughs> I just do creative advertising, so I work in the creative department of um, an advertising agency, and uh, my role is mainly creative art direction. So, like in, in short words, what I do it's like think ideas and design or direct the different ideas through the, throughout the campaign to build campaigns for for brands. Okay. So it's ends up being advertising, but it's a really really creative and you know, like something that you have inside when you work in, in something so passionate, I guess. So you are passionate about what I you am. do. That's yeah. my Spanish side, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I am really passionate about yeah. everything I do. So Spaniards are passionate people and travelers. I think yeah. a combination of both, right? Yeah. yeah. So you've always, your entire working career has been in advertising I would say yes since I yeah since I as I was saying before I was in London where I finished Central St. Martin's course that I really really liked uh, and that was specifically in our direction then I was really lucky to keep working like start working on it and then since then pretty much that's the only thing I've um, done okay so always our direction Always art direction. Have you thought of um, moving to outside of you know outside of advertising? Have you thought of using your art background into filmmaking or any other aspect of art? Have you ever uh, thought about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like um, it, it is really close when you. When you do something for a brand and when you do something just for arts, for example. So on my uh, free time, I always 
create different like photo. I'm more into photography. Photography, okay. Um, okay. So I'm always with my phone, with my cameras. So I, I do have more projects in, that are photography related. And obviously like film, I really, really love film. Uh, it's harder to create film, you know, but um, I've done lots of videos and editing. So, I mean, I would say I'm really lucky because my passion at work is the same as my passion outside, as, outside of work. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It gets too similar and like, so the, the line is blurry. Yeah. But um, to reply to your question, actually, not only that, but I'm, I'm thinking towards my, the future of my career to move a bit more towards tech. I've been working for Google and now Apple, so as in um, brands that I do advertising for. So I'm so in love with tech that I'm, you know, really looking forward to be able to apply my creativity into into more like um, tech thinking. So, for example, so it's a, a lot of it is the digital platform, right? Well, yeah, we do we do a lot of digital platforms in advertising, but uh, this would be more about creating experiences related with tech. So it could be creating products or it could be an experience or you know it could be even a video but more thinking about how to apply new technologies so okay. ar you know uh, vr sorry ai, AI VR, yeah yeah and you know all sort of new ways to to build things okay yeah interesting so it's a different way where like obviously so I, I guess ideas can be applied yeah so it's so it's moving with the times because now technology, exactly. you know, with artificial intelligence and it, it just, it's progression, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I see that as, um, like, I wouldn't need to be out of advertising to do this, um, but I just need to see how the world evolves because obviously it's something that it, it is here with us nowadays, but it's also really new for so many people that, you know, we don't know what what role that would be or like which companies would really take on or so it's something that but it is growing isn't it and there's a lot of curiosity yes a lot of funding going into it yeah yeah and i think singapore is quite yeah that is also it's a hub for for this part of the world i think it is a hub and totally since i moved to singapore actually uh, four years ago started in google and then i realized that you know everything around me was technology as in the industries and and so then I found myself like, I don't want to go back to any other clients. You know, I just want to do tech clients and keep evolving in this uh, world, which so is, that's makes how, sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how, I guess it just combines what you are thinking of doing in the future with yes. what you're doing now. And, and it's a learning, I guess. Yeah, yeah it'll be a nice, I mean, we never know where we are going, you know, yeah. but it's, an, it's a nice um, thing to have in mind. Yeah, like a goal. Exactly, yourself. Yeah. yeah. So you've uh, you mentioned that you lived in London, in Toronto. You said Amsterdam, Amsterdam yeah. and now Singapore. And so, like London, I think Singapore is also a it's a big popuri of lots of different cultures, right? Totally. So, so what aspects of uh, London or Singapore? excite you 
Yeah, I think I always found, or at least, for example, nowadays that um, a lot of people ask me, why are you in Singapore, you know, like as a, or any other place, but why are you here and like what excites you about it? I find that being able to like get get to know so many different cultures, it's amazing. And that's what, it's, it's good that you asked because that's what I found really interesting the first time that I moved to London as a Spanish person. I saw oh my God, you know, like we don't have so much, like we don't have the levels of immigration that London or Paris or like those bigger cities had. Um, so I just found really, really interesting being surrounded by like people from from different cultures and, and you know, that we all look different and that we all kind of think different and that um, diversity, I just totally felt in love the first time. And I think Singapore nowadays... It's, it's for me a really interesting experience, not only because of obviously the different neighborhoods and how yeah, the city it's... is built with different um, cultures, but also it's a hub yeah. for Southeast Asia. And even I work with India projects, I work with Australia and New Zealand, Southeast Asia, you know, so like it is super interesting to be able to like, con- like connect with all these different places. Yeah, and I guess it also you're experiencing Asia, uh, which is very unique in a sense with the foods, with, you know, the the way people think. I mean, not just Singapore, but I'm saying different parts of Asia. The whole cultural... It is super rich. Is, is rich, yeah. And whether it's India or it's anywhere in Southeast Asia. So, yeah, so you're getting a different perspective. And at the same time, you're also getting to meet different cultures. Because, I mean, Singapore is, and London is, they're both, you would call them melting pots, like my podcast series. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Pio, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. So because even so Melting true. Pot has, um, as in my podcast series, I talk to people who are so diverse, uh, not only in what they are passionate about, but they're also from different cultures. Yes. And uh, so it just sort of, you know, it all kind of comes together. Yeah, that is what I found really, really interesting about your podcast, because, you know, it is exactly, I think, what drives me to keep traveling and, and keep living in different places. And you can learn so much by, you know, in this case, listening to your podcast or, you know, living in a place where like you get a a little bit more of time to get to know people and different stories. And that is just like, you know, um, it's learning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, like I say to some of my guests that for me, it's a learning as well. Every guest that I talk to, I have something positive to take away. So I'm enriching uh, myself while I am trying to reach out to listeners all over the world with so many different stories and journeys. And uh, that's what's so exciting about Melting Pot. I mean, that's what I believe, but... Totally. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, so hmm, interesting. So is there anything specific that you would like? And, and as you can see, it, it's like we're having a conversation. So totally. you know, I'm not doing an interview. I'm just <laughs> literally chatting with you, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. So anything you think, you know, what, like, that you'd like to share with the listeners about uh, you've said that travel inspires you to meet different cultures and to learn different habits and you know so that's one aspect and you're completely passionate about photography and things like that so what anything that any anecdotes that you would like to share with the listeners from all over the world about Maybe we could say something in Singapore that fascinates you or, I mean, where we're sitting at the moment, you pointed to an art piece. So what, or something in Southeast Asia that yeah, you, from your perspective, yeah. is something that the listeners would be really excited. Because also I feel that if it's someone from that culture sharing with you, is very different from because it's one perspective but if it's someone who doesn't belong to that culture and has something yeah interesting to talk about it it gives a completely different perspective totally and i think it's that's a really good point and really inspired me to talk about creativity in this city and how creativity in singapore it's obviously we all know that this is a small country small city country and like it's not, you know, doesn't have the reach that other big, big um, cities in the world have. But it is beautiful how creativity here, as obviously my perspective, from my perspective, um, you can find it hidden. And it's so beautiful that when you find it, you know, um, it's so unique. And it's, for me, more unique than uh, maybe the creativity that you find in some other places, which is easier for the artists to access, to showcase their work to be confident because traditionally obviously Singapore you know because of the culture that is based on how it's a really small um, history like so because of how it was built then it was really hard for artists or it is even nowadays to you know show many things and and, and be out there so I love I love how underdogs as we say um, the creatives are here and being able to have a little patience since I came to Singapore and start like looking for those hidden gems Trends, and, yeah, and exploring. find them. Yeah, it's yeah. been a beautiful journey, wow. I have to say. So therefore, the, the piece that is behind you and like, you know, like she's not really, really famous, but it's one of the artists in Singapore that, you know, Samlo, she's, she's Samlo and like one of the artists that now been more famous but um, you can totally tell how she's doing beautiful stuff because she believes in it, because she likes it, and it's you know it's just really nice to be to be in this um, small hub, yeah, and to rediscover those gems. Gems, yeah, and also technology because there's a lot of you look at the architecture I know I've had when I was living in Barcelona there have been so many people who've said to me who are architects who've said that they've come to Singapore to learn yeah 
you know, the the whole landscape and how unique the buildings are, whether it's the Marina Bay Sands or whatever, and how it's such a digital hub in this part of the world. So which is, and being a small country. So that also, I guess, is very attractive for a lot of people yes. who, because visually it is so appealing and so much technology has gone into it as well. So and that is also really creative. It's so, creative, yeah. yeah, completely. So... Yeah, that's interesting. So even how some of the HDBs work and the house, the development house, housing you know, development, like yeah. housing development. So how it works? Like it's amazing. No, no, only beautiful. Some of the colors they have. So that's that's the the different things that I found out after four years here. It's not only the Marina Bay Sands that obviously it's like an amazing piece. Uh, but how some of the HDBs are built with so much smart technology behind, you know, like um, environmentally friendly, really, you know, great technology to make life, the people's lives um, easier, easier, better and smarter. So it's actually and, super creative. Yeah. And also preserving. So whatever is, you go to a Chinatown and there's so many little areas in the central business district that when you walk around, you see how the buildings have been preserved. They have, they're constantly being, um, not upgraded, but they're constantly being, they, they, the lighting, the way they've tried yeah. to create that ambiance and not destroy heritage. Uh, which is also very, very interesting. I mean, Spain, of course, is like you look at Barcelona, you look at Madrid. Yeah, Spain is amazing. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> And I mean, I when I lived in Spain, I lived in a building which was built in the 1800s. But the structure is so solid with yeah. those art decor balconies. And so, yeah. Those are the things that I actually try to find here. Again, we cannot compare cities that have so much history with you know, really young cities yeah. like Singapore. Yeah. But it is beautiful. I live in a house that was built in, I think, the 40s, if I'm not wrong, 40s to 60s, and like in Tiombaru. Tiombaru, yeah, which is a very, it was very local, but now it's. But it's actually, what I like about it is that I find it is obviously closer to like downtown and it's really popular nowadays. But what I like about it, it's the it's not the cafes and, and all that like hipster as everyone says, but more like how local it is, like how old my house is, like they they keep the old old um, glasses on the windows and like everything I can see and talk about how everything was built by the colonial British and I it's just fascinating to We'd be able to live through this and like you know to see that other side of Singapore yeah, yeah. so beautiful heritage and colonial houses um, I've done a project a photography project about the colonial houses in Queenstown too oh nice um, yeah I'm now like releasing a book soon so oh, really wow exciting times So it's your personal project? It is. Nice. So it's going to be like a coffee table book? Exactly. Wow. And it's not black and white, it's color. Um, it is, yeah, it's, um, the, the houses are some of these uh, black and white houses. Yeah. As they call it, um, but they are the, um, 
the ones in Queenstown, close to One North. So this is a really small neighborhood. And I've been there a couple of times because I love, like, you know, these old buildings and architecture and thought, oh my God, this is really going to be really nice as a location for some photography. So when they're and discover that they have like names on the on the um, front of each house and I knew this was for military purposes but I didn't really know so researching I found out these names are all uh, British battles and like really important locations for the British army oh. and so these buildings were used for British families related to the military and that's why they had these names. So I've done the entire project on this thing. Nice. And what's what's the title of your book? Um, I'm still changing the title, I think, <laughs> so far, is um, The Colonial Houses. and uh, But pretty much what I've done is just, like, the concept is about a... I always like to say that it's I've created an army for peace in Singapore, like in the <laughs> colonial Singapore. Yeah. So yeah. this is all an army of beautiful women, all Singaporeans or PR that you know are really young and edge cool girls. And well, and sorry, not only girls but um, cool, cool guys. Yeah. And so yeah, and we've together we've worked through photography to represent all these names. Wow, so, that should be really, really interesting. Really when interesting. when is it likely to be published and launched? I'm hoping like uh, in like one month to have all the books printed. Oh, but wow. I'm still like yeah, finalizing things and and thinking of the business side of it because it's kind of like interesting to do something as an artist, but then shift your mindset to like now I have to see this book as a business. You know? <laughs> And yeah, you need to forget about your beautiful piece and how much you love the work. And like, yeah. okay, and maybe you... we need to change the name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to getting a hold of this book yeah. and uh, learn something as well. I think, yeah, that's what I like. Not only the photography that obviously I think it's, it's beautiful, but um, to like be able to share something that people can learn through it and... Obviously, because it's like a little piece of Singapore. If someone wants to keep something about Singapore, you know, in their, like, as a coffee table book. And so, yeah, it has a little bit of everything, you know, like a, a beautiful piece you can just flick through without not really yeah. looking Yeah, and it's more. something which is um, there for anybody to have a look at it whenever they want. Yeah. So, which is what... And I always, nice. I always like projects or, or in general things that have different layers. So like, you know, you don't, not everyone, it's built to, to learn or to like research or, you know, enjoy things at the same level. So like different layers for like everyone to have their own journey. So I think that's something interesting about creativity and projects. Like, and in the book, you can again, you can just watch, like, see some photography, or you can read through and like get to learn more about it yeah. if you want to. So. Yeah, and you keep it keep it down, and then you can pick it up again anytime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's that's so interesting. So that's related to heritage, which I think is um, a really nice part of Singapore. 
Nice, nice. Um, like I said, looking forward to getting a hold of Yay. that book. We'll definitely give you a copy. Thank you so much. Anna, this has been such an interesting um, conversation. And literally, it's been a chat. Yeah. <laughs> really natural, I love it. Yeah, thank you. And um, I'm really happy that I know we had to reschedule a couple of times, but at least eventually we did manage to have this conversation. Thank you very much. And I'm sure my listeners have also enjoyed um, so. listening to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Talking to Anna was like a breath of fresh air. She is an explorer just like me. And of course, the Spanish connection makes it even more special. I'm looking forward to getting a copy of Anna's coffee table book of photographs from Singapore. She mentioned after we had the conversation how while listening to some Melting Pot episodes, she actually discovered an old friend whom I have interviewed in Saigon. It truly is such a small world. Melting Pot is a platform that inspires people listening to some amazing stories and it also connects people. For more such stories, do keep listening to Melting Pot with me, Pyle. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.